0: Hello, listeners. I have something special prepared for you today.
1: Something special?
0: Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here it goes. Me, 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 me. (laughs) Oops, I did it again. Didn't check my input. Recorded on my headphones. Oh, Patrick, Patrick, oops, it's trash audio. I really sound like crap i'm not that tech savvy
1: wow i can't believe you actually wrote a weird al parody of britney spears oops i did it again
0: yeah i did this while dave and i were cooking dinner and i wrote it down and i was laughing and he was like what are you doing and i'm like i can't tell you it's secret but he's in the other room so i'm sure he heard it all
1: Okay, but I do appreciate the effort on this. This is great. Now, to be clear, listeners, yes. I did not force Sammy to do this. I was going to let <laughs> this one slide. Because but I, I couldn't do that. Yeah, I caught a lot of uh, uh, flack from last episode, how I gave Sammy such a hard time, <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and the audio wasn't that bad. Well, you wanted more, you got more.
0: <laughs> the audio is better. So I think last time, I, I think you're right that it actually was my um my computer like microphone yeah it was like um, the laptop time, mic yeah this time it definitely is my uh my headphones so it is a little yeah. bit better um, and you can
1: definitely tell that it's your headphone mic because your hair was down during that i know <laughs> and it scrapes against the mic the whole podcast i know i thought it was like bracelets or a necklace or something i'm like what is yeah. that jangly nope, necklace that's noise what it is. yeah well, no, it's the pink hair it's just good for people to understand what they're hearing because they're yeah. like, how much jewelry is this girl wearing during a podcast yeah, and why isn't it none. being talked about? But it's not jewelry. <laughs> it's just your hair.
0: It's just my hair.
1: Flapping against the old wrong microphone.
0: Oh boy. But that's okay. Yeah. This
1: and But we're happy to announce that the next episode is going to be completely clean audio. So episode five, we're going to be back in the correct microphone inputs right yeah so
0: yes so i think i think we didn't notice it until episode four like i think you listened to episode four yeah um and and said that to me like either right after we recorded or before we recorded the next time Mm -hmm. so we so we were able to catch it from from five on so yeah it's just this one, unfortunately. You have to bear with us a little bit more, it, but you can still hear everything. You know, it's yeah. not. It's just a little distracting. Yeah, I
1: it's think. not too bad, and not to pile on, but there is one correction for last week's yes. episode. So, in episode speaking three, of songs. <laughs> speaking of songs, we gotta stop singing in our no, I, show. I Think it's great, and actually, we can this, have a
0: whole singing, <laughs> singing like you know, outtakes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we certainly already have a bunch of those that I've already cut out. And in this episode, you're going to hear like three or four really bad singing. So.
0: Well, I think it's awesome that you finally sang a little bit because usually it's me. And I mean, like, you know.
1: Yeah, I cut out the majority of it. (laughs) I like that
0: it's a little even. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the correction is uh, one listener pointed out to me that um, you said in the last episode, you said... The song was Annie's got a gun.
0: Yeah, it's not.
1: No, it's not. It's that's incorrect. It's actually Janie's got a gun by Aerosmith. I know. I know that too. I know. I know that too. (laughs) I I should have caught it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got that out of the way. We apologize for the you know slightly bad audio, but it's not as bad as last week. So we're going to be back in the habit next week with very good audio. Yes. Best audio.
0: We 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 do check every time. We just.
1: Yeah, this was back in the day. This was before we even launched the the podcast. This is like over the summer at some point. I mean, we've been recording these for a while before we launched. So ah, it's almost worth the trash audio just for you to have to come up with parody songs. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> no i don't want to do anymore <laughs> i don't think yeah. anybody wants to hear my trash audio or my parody songs <laughs> D- yeah i'm gonna Dave. agree with
1: that <laughs> 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 okay well there you have well this is a silly silly episode i think we were oh, both it's amazing yeah i don't it's know what fun. was going on there's something in the air or the water or is a full moon or something but we are extremely or my, silly my
0: sauvignon blanc but it- sauvignon sauvignon you were silly blanc. too
1: yeah and i was sober yeah i had no sauvignon blanc no, so, so
0: I don't know. I yeah. think it was just because we hadn't recorded in a while. No, we Maybe. did. We we had recorded the week before. It was the the previous episode that the storm kept us from recording.
1: Yeah, and this was a long recording. This I had to edit this down from like three and something hours. <laughs> so,
0: so we got a lot of good outtakes.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of lot of stuff that hit the floor. All well, right, enjoy this very silly episode of kicking and streaming.
0: Yes, have fun and do good things (laughs) yes I agree
1: (laughs) I didn't think there'd be vampires on
0: campus we must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened (laughs) what was that you are the slayer one girl in all the world did anybody see that yeah guess what I feel better
1: guys where are we
0: Hello, Patrick, my old friend.
1: Hello, Sammy, my old friend.
0: I've come to podcast with you again. Don't know where to go from here. <laughs> 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 but okay, that great. was great. Flawless open. <laughs> I'm so glad we did that. That's something that Dave and I do all the time. We just oh, make great. up. He's going to love
1: them encroaching on your uh, bits together.
0: No, because it's something my dad always did too. Oh, okay. So you're <laughs> just like both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like your
1: dad and your now current Beyonce. husband.
0: No, not yet.
1: Oh, I thought it was official. I thought that's what we talked about last week. No, weekend. in
0: two weeks oh i picked up my marriage license yeah. but it's not but it's not official it's not signed by you know we haven't been
1: well, close enough
0: we haven't they had our jp hasn't done the thing like well by the power of vested in me blah blah blah
1: yeah but really and he you hasn't know, signed
0: it and sent it back that's so. all
1: pomp and circumstance you got the paperwork right it's all yeah. uh
0: but it's not legal it's signed sealed delivered it's
1: yours
0: but it hasn't been delivered
1: we're very musical today.
0: Or sealed. Okay. Or signed by our JP. Okay, so you know what?
1: You're punching a lot of holes. I'm really in my sorry. I know agreement. that's
0: that's my <laughs> that's my thing that I do to you. <laughs> yeah, you're
1: very good at punching holes. Um, what's up? How are you?
0: I'm pretty good. Yeah? I'm going to be married in exactly 2 weeks from today. That's Although by the time this airs, I probably will be married, so I guess maybe you're right.
1: Yeah. Hey, what are you drinking?
0: Mm. Tonight, I am drinking a Sauvignon Blanc. It's a little sh- little sheep of New Zealand. It's got tiny little, look at those cute little drawings oh, of sheep. Oh, those sheeps.
1: are adorable.
0: Little sh- You totally sheeps. bought
1: that base on the label.
0: 100%. <laughs>
1: I mean, how else do you wine? buy wine? You can't <laughs> taste it. <laughs> You can't taste it in know the store. about wine. Yeah. Nobody I'm knows. like,
0: is it less than fifteen dollars and does it have a cool label? Right. Yes. Usually
1: I'm I'll in. look at like where it's from.
0: Well, I think most Sauvignon Blancs are from New Zealand. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know if that's just where the grapes are that make <laughs> this kind of wine.
1: <laughs> it's probably got something <laughs> to do with the winds. The southerly yeah. winds.
0: Or the that sheep are coming
1: off of that are Hopiton. walking
0: around and pooping on the vineyards.
1: I want to go to New Zealand so bad.
0: Me too.
1: I'm like hardcore into New Zealand.
0: 100% me too. Yeah. Let's go. Oh my God. We should do a, let's take this podcast on tour. Okay. And and let's do a show in New Zealand.
1: Okay. Live show when we get big yeah. enough. To yeah. To get like at least a hundred, you know, New Zealanders who want to listen to us. Yeah. Yeah. Yabber on like this. <laughs> yeah talk about wine
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean that we can go to we can go to wine tasting taste all the blanc.
1: Saint-Yen-Blanc.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh hey this is a uh, the kicking and streaming podcast
1: yeah welcome everyone to kicking and streaming episode four where we will be talking about buffy the vampire slayer episode four what's the name of the episode
0: of season one it's called teacher's pet Teacher's not the pet. teacher's pet just i actually think
1: pet. it's the teacher's pet the no. teacher's pet
0: it's actually teachers the pet
1: no it's actually pet the teacher <gasps> which totally <laughs> works for this
0: it does kind of work yeah
1: okay uh, and also <laughs> uh lost season one episode four which was titled walkabout
0: yeah
1: yeah so welcome should we Welcome. jump right in? Do we have anything yeah, else let's to jump say? Yeah, let's jump right in. Let's yeah, jump let's right jump in. Let's jump into Buffy.
0: Season one, episode four Teacher's Pet, original air date March 24th, 1997. Oh. It was written by David Greenwalt, who was a co executive producer on Buffy until the third season. Mm-hmm. um when he was promoted to executive producer and then left for reasons for we reasons? might get into later oh really and then the episode was directed by bruce seth green not seth green not the not to be seth confused green. with the seth green right um but bruce seth green who directed eight eight episodes um between seasons one and two So let's just recap your prediction from last episode. Okay. So, actually, your longer, before we get into what you said last episode, your longer term prediction from episode one was that um, the Master is going to somehow get stronger, most likely pulling some reinforcements out of his blood well. Yes. I'm just going to keep bringing that up because it's great.
1: (laughs) Well, it's totally going to happen too. I don't see how it does. So we got to
0: keep talking about it until it does. Right. Um, And he's going to build up some kind of army. um, And you, you predicted that probably Buffy will battle him in the season finale. Yep. Um, So last episode, you said that it's, probably um not going to be a monster of the week because fans would get upset um you'd upset the fans of the big bad you've got to give them quote a morsel of candy of the big bad and you also said that darla's (laughs) going to come back (laughs) um and you thought amy's mom will come back at some point bust out of the trophy maybe meet up with the master have a love affair and make some kind of vampire witch baby
1: okay I stand so, by most of those except for the Monster of the Week episode because that happened directly again in episode 4, another Monster yes. of the Week episode. So,
0: in instead of but instead of talking about the big bad, we had a bug bad. <gasps> <gasps> oh Boom. yeah, I've been I've been waiting to say that one. And that morsel of candy, his name is Angel, and he did actually, well, I don't think did he he, I don't think he mentioned technically the master, but he talked about a, a claw thing, um, and Giles found a reference to a vampire that pissed off the master who cut off his arm and then had some kind of claw. So he was like, maybe the master found this guy. The so we didn't actually see the, mon- the, the master at all, but there was reference made to him. Right. So let's talk about the plot. Of the yeah. episode. We start with a, a dream sequence of.
1: Which I knew it was a dream sequence immediately because yes. Xander was being way too cool.
0: Way too cool. Yeah. He's not that cool. Not yet. Maybe not, yet. not ever. Maybe, you know, but not yet. Maybe
1: definitely. by the end he'll have some sort of arc. <laughs> Maybe.
0: Um, it's going to have to be a real big arc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Xander. Oh, Xander. Um, so we dream sequence Buffy is fighting a vampire. Um, then Xander swoops in to save her and still has time to finish his sick guitar solo.
1: <laughs> that was the best because I he know. even tells her what he's going to do.
0: Yeah, it's the best. He's like,
1: I'm going to go finish my solo and then I'm going to kiss you like I never kissed anyone before.
0: <laughs> and then yeah. he actually
1: does go do a solo, which is pretty awesome.
0: And then Buffy wakes him up in science class because he's drooling.
1: And I love how I love yeah and I love how in the 90s this was like the apex of cool was like mm-hmm. being on stage in the spotlight riffing hard rock guitar and yep. then getting the hot chick from class that was the yeah. apex of coolness
0: I mean is it not still the apex of coolness I in don't think school?
1: so I don't think so anymore I oh. feel like if you did that now you'd you'd be the uh you would be canceled you'd mm. be the enemy
0: Like uh, like on TV or no,
1: just in real life IRL. too. IRL, I think I think if you're trying to be too cool, it, you're not cool. So if you're on stage with a guitar riffing it out, like it, it's it's mm-hmm. cool, but it's got to be understated. You can't be like, you can't be the front man anymore. You got to be like the mysterious guitar player. You know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, for sure.
1: I totally get what the kids are doing. You know, mm-hmm. I got my finger yeah, on the pulse. Definitely yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Talking out my ass here. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so maybe that's not cool anymore. I don't know. I was just, I just thought, I have a thing for guys who play guitars. So of course you do. You know, I did in high school, still do now. So you know, whatever.
1: Does Dave play a guitar?
0: You know, occasionally he does. It's not often enough. Well, like, I wish it were more often. You gotta it's like very you gotta rare. tell
1: him to start practicing more.
0: I do have to tell him that. <laughs> I should. Like, we, if we had signed a prenup, then I would have stipulations about how often he had to play guitar for yeah. me. He me. Right. <laughs> He'd probably be like, you need to clean up your fucking flower petals and leaves <sighs> that you leave all over the
1: house. <laughs> right then into the prenup.
0: <laughs> the lawyer would be uh, like, this is getting very passive aggressive, you two. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, so anyway, uh Buffy muddles through sci answering some questions from her teacher in yeah. science class She's with not some help prepared. from Buffy. She's yeah. not prepared. She wasn't sleeping, but she may as well have been. Yeah. Um her
1: mind was elsewhere.
0: But afterwards, the teacher pulls her aside after class and is just like, you know what, you know, basically, like he says that he's got faith in her, she can do well, um, because, you know, she is smart and, and quick witted. So and she's like, I'm sorry, he says, don't be sorry, be smart. And he tells her not to listen to negative judgment from others. Let's make them eat that permanent record, he says.
1: Yeah, so Dr. I
0: like this guy.
1: I like this too. Doctor Gregory was a stand-up dude before his head got chopped off by the Whoa, mantis girl.
0: Spoilers.
1: Well, they already we saw haven't the gotten episode there yet. Hopefully, we haven't gotten there yet. Okay, but yeah, what I was gonna say about Doctor Gregory—super, mm-hmm. super cool guy. At first, you're like, you know, what's what's his deal? Is he being mean to her? But then, like, you're like, oh no, he actually like cares. He's one of those teachers that actually care. Yeah, and everybody like, needs that kind of teacher. They're so, uh, I don't want to speak out of turn now because I haven't been in school for a while. But in my in my schooling experience, in, your day? in my day, way back when, mm-hmm. in the 90s, right around these days, okay? Yeah. Um, My teachers, I, w- I would say these kind of teachers who actually cared about their students, very few and far in between. Mm-hmm. I had a couple teachers like this who actually like cared about their students and like yeah. doing well. So eighth grade, I was a bad student. I was going through a lot of stuff. Yeah. I found skateboarding and I was in a oh, new town. Oh no,
0: you found skateboarding? Well, I
1: mean, I had found it many years before, oh, but I really no. got into it and I was That's trying to- That's like
0: finding witchcraft, Patrick. I,
1: well, yeah, I had a teacher in eighth grade who pulled me aside. like was like, like Patrick, Dr. you
0: stop doing your skateboarding and you work on your science.
1: I'm pretty sure I also had a teacher say those exact words verbatim, (laughs) but I did have a teacher um, pull me aside and was like, Hey, I know you're a smart kid and I feel like you could actually do this work if you applied yourself. So I want to see for the next test. Like I actually want you to study and I think you're going to do good. And guess what happened? I studied. I got a 98 on the next test. I just need someone to believe in me.
0: So yeah. Dr. Gregory is awesome, so of course he eats it. Hashtag thanks, Hellmouth. Mm-hmm. Now we're at the bronze. Xander smiles at the lead singer who gives Xander the stink eye. So there's a perfect example of the asshole. Right. Like, but first, you know, front let's, man.
1: let's remember that... Um, Sorry,
0: I, did I say guitar player? I meant lead singer.
1: Wasn't he playing guitar as well? I think he's playing guitar as well.
0: Okay. So he's a front man. So
1: Xander walks up to the stage and he gives him the... The sup nod, you know, just yeah. the quick sup. That yeah. that was huge in the 90s. And when he when he did that, it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That was a thing. Everywhere you went, it was the sup yeah. nod. Sup. Yeah, like walk through the halls in seventh grade. It was like everybody was sup nodding to everyone. Mm-hmm. Like sup, 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 sup. Just one nod, one nod to all your friends. What's up, sup, sup, sup. That kind of died died away in the 2000s. Yeah, and you I know guess. what? I'm kind of glad it did because I don't miss the sup nod. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he sup nods the <laughs> lead he singer. He sup nods him. And the
1: lead singer gave him like.
0: it's like, oh, he's like, who like, do you think you here, are? Dick. But
1: also, why are you sup nodding the lead singer?
0: I don't know. I mean, like, it's a small, like, it's not like Sunnydale is a huge town. This is like a small.
1: Do you think they're friends? Of- Probably not.
0: No, but it's like a small venue, so it's yeah. clearly like huge bands are probably not playing there. It's probably mostly smaller like local bands. So sure, but I, would I think ne- <laughs> it's cool to give people.
1: I would I would never sup nod anybody who's doing their music. But what if you throw him off? What if he is like, uh, uh, uh and he like screws up his song or something? i yeah, feel terrible. That's true. Yeah.
0: That's so Xander,
1: point. I I'm I'm sorry. I'm with the band. Later, yeah. and I'd be like, What, what are you doing? I don't think
0: he had to be so aggressively mean with his stink eye that he gave Xander. But he's like, in I the zone, he's he, he could have, have just artist. ignored him.
1: He's an artist, he's in the zone,
0: yeah. But he came out of the zone enough to be like, Ugh, You know, like make you this you got to put a lot
1: of passion into your music sometimes. And if you're getting subnoted well, by some weirdo too much in the front row, into that
0: mean face he made at Xander, okay. All right, uh, some guys are talking about scoring. Uh and oh, yeah. question Xander's manhood. This
1: is a big thing in this episode. Scoring yeah. and virginity and losing your virginity and, and how
0: Xander's like being emasculated and right. not cool, not manly enough. They're questioning Xander's manhood. Willow yeah, and yeah, Buffy yeah. kind of come to his rescue. Sort of. Not really, kind of unwillingly. Um well actually Willow like plays into it. But anyway, and then Angel shows up, Buffy leaves Xander to feel. Less than he's comparing himself to Angel. He goes, he, he's a very attractive man, <laughs> which I love. <laughs> yeah. Um, Angel gives Buffy his jacket, and she notices a giant fork-like gash, not like, more like a, like a barbecue fork, like huge gash um, right. on his arm. And he gives her some kind of cryptic message which she said he probably would. That's exactly what he was going to do. And then he does. And then he leaves as is his MO.
1: Yeah. He says something like uh, something's coming or something. Yeah. She was like,
0: cool. Thanks, dude.
1: Right. Thanks, dude. Thanks for the jacket. Of
0: course, something's coming.
1: Right. The hell mouth. You said.
0: yeah.
1: So the teacher. uh, Yep. So then. Dr. Gregory.
0: Dr. Gregory is missing. Gets.
1: Well, we don't know. we we, We see him get attacked, though.
0: We see well we see something come after him.
1: Right. Some sort of We don't actually
0: see what m- happens.
1: Manti claw.
0: Yeah. Manticlaw. Manticlaw. Um, and then so Xander discovers Dr. Gregory's missing, he relays this information onto the girls. A super hot lady shows up and asks him where signs one oh nine is one oh nine is.
1: Right. And she shows up in slow mo. Yep. Super hot teacher, pouty lips, mm-hmm.
0: smiling,
1: mini skirt, the whole yep. deal.
0: Yep. Big eyes.
1: Could you help me? And she has a bit of an accent. Now, I was trying to place her accent, mm. and it sounded, it's, at first I was like, that's British. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, no, that's Irish. And then I was like, maybe it's Scottish. And I couldn't figure it out. Do you, do you have a take on it?
0: I have no idea.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with Irish. I think that's my final answer.
0: It's not a strong accent. So I can see why you were yeah. having difficulty placing it. Yeah, so I, I think that's probably why I didn't think about it too much because it wasn't, like, a super strong accent. Right. But... um
1: Blaine slides in.
0: Blaine slides in. Well, it's great because Xander's, like, struggling and he just kind of, like, looks over by Willow and Buffy and they're just, like, sitting real smug like Yeah. <laughs> bench looking at him, which I fucking love. Um, and, you know, Blaine shows up, who was one of the kids who was questioning Xander's manhood at the bronze. Right. Um, and, you know, so he's like, oh, yeah, I'll show you where it is. It's right near. Oh, I flipped my hair to <laughs> e- emphasize and I lost my
1: yeah, For dramatic <laughs> effect.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, it's right near, like, where I want all stay. Ugh. Or whatever he says. Something right. like that. Some stupid totally, jockey.
1: Totally added the at the end. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, um, mm-hmm.
0: And then Xander, he, they walk away and Xander says, It's funny how the earth never opens up and swallows you when you want it to. Right. Which is such a high school feeling. (laughs) Because,
1: yeah, we've all had those moments.
0: Yeah. Uh, So then we, you know, cut to class. Super hot lady is Natalie French, who is uh, substituting for Dr. Gregory. Yes. Um, She gives a a lecture on praying mantises. Praying Mm -hmm. mantai. Sure. Mantises? I said mantai
1: earlier in the program, so let's go with it.
0: Let's go with mantai. I don't Manti. think that's right. I think it actually is mantises, but I like mantai better. Me too. And she shares that the women are often larger and more aggressive than males um, and asks who wants to help her after class to create a model egg sack.
1: And, of course, all the men raise their hand because yes. they want to be after school with Mrs. French.
0: They want to get in that egg sack business.
1: Yeah, not me. Mm-mm. I'm all set.
0: Yeah, not into bug situations yeah. so Blake messes with Xander again in the cafeteria and it's like oh my, my like one on one with hers today and oh when's yours tomorrow Ugh. whatever right. that's, that's how Blake sounds to me Yep. Anyway, um, and then Cordelia breezes into the cafeteria for her special doctor prescribed meal. Yeah she what goes to the refrigerator. I and mean, it's fucking Cordelia, who knows? It's
1: because she has to by doctor's orders has to stay extremely thin and model like.
0: Well, it's probably just that she is too good to eat the cafeteria food.
1: I see. So, so she, it's kinda like she like a... went
0: to her doctor and was like, Please get me out of this right. and like prescribed. Write me, special me a meals.
1: note. Yeah, write me a note saying I can bring my own meals.
0: Yeah. Which yeah. fucking bring your own meals. Like who cares? Right. People have lunch it. boxes. Brown yeah. bag it like women brown does. bag it. But Cordelia doesn't brown bag it. No, why would she? She can't be do seen
1: that. dead with a brown bag in her hand. <sighs> no. Yeah.
0: Please. Unless it's Prada.
1: Right. So she um, finds Dr. Gregory in the freezer rather yeah, than her lunch. So, you know Do you think when Mrs. French stuffed Dr. Gregory without a head in the freezer, she saw the lunch and was like
0: Wait oh, a minute, hell- we don't know it's Mrs. French? I'll Natalie
1: myself to this. Yeah, but at this point when I was watching it I was like it's totally Mrs. French.
0: She's not Mrs. Miss French. Yeah.
1: The Miss French.
0: <laughs> oh god. What now what did you ask before I so rudely corrected you?
1: Do you, Do think, you think that when she shoved Dr. Gregory into the freezer without a head, she yep. saw Cordelia's prescribed lunch and was mm-hmm. like Mmm, yummy, yummy. I will also eat. After this head, I will have this vegan lunch.
0: Um, I think only if it had bugs in it.
1: I don't think Cordelia's Which eating I bugs. I doubt.
0: Probably not. I mean, if she does, it's like deconstructed and she doesn't know that it's bugs. Mmm. Like, um, what's that stuff that's people? Soylent green? Yeah, soylent green. Yeah. Yeah. We like Dr. Gregory, so this is sad.
1: This is sad.
0: I mean, we kind of knew what was going to happen because he went missing, and they—they they live on I mean, Hellmouth, but yeah. it was sad anyway. Yeah. So Giles, Buffy, and the Slayerettes ponder what happened to him and wonder if Fork Guy slash Silverware Man, which is what Xander calls him, is behind this and Angel's arm, mm-hmm. plus a bum who was shredded up real good in Weatherly Park, right? And maybe this fork guy silverware man who's causing all this mayhem is the guy that Giles discovered pissed off the master at one point and therefore might be coming back to work for the master.
1: Right. This scene sort of explained to me because my question was how how are we getting monsters and va- and vampires and like everything happening and yep. because we're on the Hellmouth and mm-hmm. Buffy says it's a center of mystical convergence. Or no, Giles says that. Right? I think Buffy, Buffy says say it, it
0: this time, but Giles does say that in like season, in episode one. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Right. I knew that. He's I like, totally remember.
0: Um, oh, what is the thing that he says? Incubi, succub, werewolves, something, incubi, right. succubi. And he's like piling right, all these right, books right, onto right, Buffy's right. arms. Um, yeah. a center of m- magical, mystical convergence, whatever.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Um, so yeah, but I think it's Buffy who says it this time in a very Giles way.
1: Oh, very Giles way. What I noticed watching this scene was, and this is, this, is, this is my bad, but whenever I watch a movie or a show and there's an uh, exposition-heavy scene like this where there's just a bunch of talking, I tend to daydream and tune out really quickly. I had to keep rewinding a bunch of times and be like, oh. what are they saying? Because I had to take notes. And I was yeah. like, this is what happens to me all the time when I watch shows and movies because I start daydreaming thinking about the things because mm-hmm. it's not keeping my attention i.e. why I love action movies so much because it keeps my attention
0: uh-huh. and I
1: always have to have Amy like reiterate what happened Yeah. And, I'll, and, and or we'll get two scenes later and I'll go wait why is she doing that and then Amy will be like she'll Did pause the thing yeah, yeah she'll I pause it and she'll be very upset and be like <laughs> they just talked about it two scenes ago and I'll be like Oh right, I was thinking about something else then.
0: It's funny that you say that because um I was reading something about how most of the cast, their least favorite scenes, were in the library because they knew it was going to be a lot of exposition.
1: Right. And I'm sure so. that's hard to remember too, like all the mystical convergence stuff. Like a lot of this is yeah. mouth mouthfuls of oh, like yeah. craziness. And it's like hard to understand and wrap your brain around. So I'm sure it's hard to remember and spill back out.
0: Yeah. So then you know, um, Giles is like, "Don't do anything crazy," and Buffy's like, "I won't." Cross my heart. And then, of course, we next scene is her running to we- Weatherly Park, which was where right. the um, bum homeless person was. <laughs> don't call <shredded>. them bums.
1: <laughs>
0: Is that not kosher?
1: I don't think so anymore. I think you have to call him homeless.
0: Okay. So we're not going to call people bums anymore. It's not okay. Homeless person. Right. Um,
1: And he he shows up to Buffy and he's like, hey, you shouldn't be out at night, little lady. It's dangerous. Well, it's not him. Oh, it's not?
0: He was shredded up.
1: Oh, but wasn't this another homeless person?
0: Yeah, so there's another homeless person who shows up. (laughs) <laughs> well, he's a creepy drunk guy. We don't know if he's homeless. Uh, he's Let's homeless. not make the assumption. Yeah, he's homeless. But there is a homeless guy sleeping on a bench. Yeah. And so she runs into all of these people, and then Silverware Man, right. and he's basic. He's a scary vampire with like Wolverine style claws. Long hair. Long hair, and guess what, Pat? What? We finally see some police action.
1: Yes, that's right. He's the first. Glimpse of some First actual of sunny police TV. authority. Yeah. 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 Which I'm like, psh, too little, too late, you know? Yeah. What? what? Well, you got to come to the life, park, but please. not the high school? guess so. Yeah.
0: Um. So Silverware Man takes off, and he tries to scare Natalie French, who just sc- looks at he him.
1: Scampers. He scampers. He
0: scampers. Like a little scamp?
1: Yeah, like a little scamp. He's just like... <laughs>
0: then we see Natalie French, who is, in fact, has a brown bag with groceries in it.
1: Right. Which Um, definitely has bugs in it. And then he hisses at her like a scared cat. He's like...
0: Yeah, well, because she just looks at him. And then he hisses like out of fear and runs away. Right,
1: because he knew something was up. He knew that she was like... He
0: knew some shit was happening. Bug lady or something. He knew she got some bugs in there. Right. And he's like, I ain't trying to mess with no bug lady.
1: Yeah, he's like... No, thank you, Buckaroo.
0: So next day, Buffy relays what happened because she sees this happen. She mm-hmm. relays all of it to to Giles and then runs into Principal Flutie, who insists she see a counselor. Everyone must see a counselor. So yeah, here's what
1: was the what was that?
0: Well, here's kind of like so you had sort of talked about this before as well not necessarily just the police interaction when like bad things are happening at Sunnydale High but also just like you're you know you're kind of like nobody is going to talk about the fact that there was like a dead guy in the locker and nobody has to right like seek some help so this is kind of the first time you're seeing that where Principal Flutie is like if you saw the body or you were there like you need to see a counselor everybody needs to talk to a counselor so this is kind of the first time we're really seeing the reality of what would it probably happen in a high school do you think it's a new initiative
1: by the high school and the and the principal or do you think this is something that's been around for a little while because to me it felt like a new initiative like like they've been under fire because some kids have been like messed up in their schools and now they're like all right we got to start doing something let's pump up the counseling
0: maybe i mean i didn't it didn't feel to me like it's not like principal flutie said like this is a new thing we're doing because of the he guy that was so dead like, in the locker and this and this, like, but he's so frantic.
1: Yeah, he he was frantic. Like, he seemed so, like, amped up about it. So it didn't seem yeah. like it was just, like, run-of-the-mill, like, no, that's just and protocol. And he was like, it's if you need a hug, but not
0: really. Like, I'm not, I can't hug you. Like, inappropriate touching is not right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, We're like, what the hell? Like, he's yeah. clearly a spaz. Um, Poor, <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> he can... Flutie. Oh, Flutie. Um, oh, flutie.
1: Remember, so... um... Wasn't Doug Flutie a uh, football player?
0: I don't know. I just thought of Doug Funny.
1: Because I think there was a... Hold on. Let me look this up real quick. This is totally going to be worth the aside. Doug Flutie... Nope. Doug Flutie was a football quarterback uh, for the NFL.
0: Oh, so not a um, swimming quarterback or hockey quarterback?
1: That's correct. It is a football quarterback. Okay, I know good. sports. He was uh-huh. five foot 10. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think he was so big that he got his own cereal called Flutie Flakes. Cool. So whenever I hear Principal so, fluty I So like I think other
0: athletes got, got Flakes put on Wheaties, but he got on Flutie Flakes. He got his yeah, own.
1: He, he got his whole own thing. Flutie Flakes, which happens every once in a while. That was totally worth the aside. So worth it. Yeah. Okay, on with the show.
0: (laughs) All right. let's keep going on. So, um, Buffy sits outside the counselor and has to endure hearing Cordelia's session, which is just just marvelous. Yeah. Um, And so Buffy, that makes Buffy late to science class. So in science class, Miss French is giving um, a pop quiz, and she leans over and helps Xander.
1: Yeah, very, very awkward. breathy. Yeah.
0: Um, and then um, Buffy like looks in, and she's like, "Oh, like pop quiz." And then what happens, Patrick? Miss French turns her head around, clean around. Oh, right. Exorcist style. She totally to look at Buffy.
1: She totally exercises her neck.
0: She's yes. Like... Um and so that was
1: spooky and also not very well done, you know, special effects wise. Oh, but yeah, it was I, I appreciate terrible. the visual though.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Buffy catches up with Willow probably after class. They're going to the library. She's telling Willow what happens. So Buffy is like, yeah, also like Blaine wasn't here after her private session with Miss French. Um, right. And tells this to Willow and Giles, and then she notes that some insects can quote full on exorcist, exorcist twist is how she described it to Willow. Yeah, uh, their heads around, and she so she's like, "I'm gonna figure, I'm gonna figure out what's going on." And Giles goes, "What are you gonna do?" And she goes, "My homework," which <laughs> 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 is one of my favorite moments from this episode, I think. <laughs> So Xander shows up for his private session with Miss French mm-hmm. and reveals his name is his middle name is Lavelle.
1: Right. Which I is... didn't catch that when I was watching it.
0: How did you not catch that? I was
1: probably taking notes or something.
0: Okay. Um, and Miss French is like, oh, I forgot the supplies at home. Right. Do you want to come to my house tonight? Instead? Right.
1: From there, it goes to like this hilarious smash cut to Xander riffing on a guitar again. <laughs> yeah, cuz in his brain, that's classic the coolest 90s. Moment. Yeah. <laughs> there we go.
0: I uh, love it.
1: Yeah, and then she I eats bugs so in her much. sandwich.
0: Yes, then he leaves and she eats bugs in her sandwich. Yeah. <gasps>
1: oh,
0: oh. I, you couldn't can't. Eat I bugs? can't with that. No, fuck no. Uh-uh. Wow,
1: so passionate about that. Yeah. And then I love how um whenever uh, the Slayerettes are back together again. And they're like talking in the library about mm-hmm. what Miss French could be up to or anything. Yeah. And um, somehow it always sort of drifts on to like her looks or something like that. And Giles is <laughs> trying to hide the fact that
0: she's attractive.
1: She's very attractive. And yeah. he keeps slipping into that. Like, Oh, Oh, she is by and large woman shaped. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um I but I also love speaking of looks how Buffy is like her fashion sense screams predator and Willow's like it's the shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> like again there's just so much fun like fun witty stuff. Um and so then Willow invades the coroner's office. So Buffy is basically like I think she's a praying mantis. Um, and Willow invades the coroner's office to get intel on Dr. Gregory's wounds to see if she was like, cause Buffy was like, I think there were bite marks. Um, and she was like, let's see if they match up with like what, um, what it would look like if, if a praying mantis had attacked him. Right. So willow is hacking into the coroner's office to find this out and giles is like feigning ignorance and he he was just like one one would assume this is entirely legal right and they're like and he's just like wasn't here didn't see it couldn't have stopped you (laughs) walks away which is probably another one of my favorite moments from this episode um just kind of him being like you know what we gotta fucking save the world so if we need to do some illegal hacking every now and then like you know, yeah. whatever. I'm just gonna pretend like I don't know about it.
1: I'll tell you, Giles is growing on me. Like episode yeah, he's one definitely I was like, loosening, loosening up. Yeah. I was like episode one, I was like, Oh, that's a little heavy handed this guy, you yeah. know. Like he's he's like too too stereotypical, like British smart guy, right? Mm-hmm. He drives the, the tweed. Peugeot tweed jacket, right? Yeah. As like his relationship with the Slayerettes evolves and he becomes, like, sort of part of the team, I think uh, he's grown on me. I like the guy. Yeah.
0: Well, and because he, like, he is the watcher, so it's his job to sort of, like, educate and coach and kind of be that, like... um, Mentor. Yeah, mentor figure. But he's realizing that Willow is really an asset in using computers, which is a thing that he seems to disdain so, but it's um, helping
1: out. But them it's helping all out all the time. Big time, like every episode.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he's just like whatever, <laughs> and he. So he's definitely loosening up already. Right. Because um, yeah, in the first episode, first two episodes, it's he's very stuffy. Yeah. Um. So anyway, Buffy catches up with Xander, tries to warn him that you know she thinks that Miss French is a praying mantis, and um,
1: he's not having it because he's not thinking with his right head.
0: No, he's not. Um, he thinks that Buffy is jealous that a woman has finally noticed him and is attracted to him and just storms off.
1: He wishes she was jealous.
0: Yeah. Um, so then we cut to French mixing up some cocktails. We're in a sexy LBD.
1: She's got candles lit. Mm hmm. Wait, what's an LBD?
0: Little back, little black dress.
1: Oh, Oh. today I learned. Yes, you did.
0: Um, and then she's like, oh, maybe I should change. And Xander's like, it's the most beautiful chest dress no, I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, There's that on, witty Xander. writing. <laughs> oh, come on, Xander. <laughs> um, so, yeah, definitely turns it up to porn style here, coming on real strong to Xander. Yeah, she's who...
1: a very, very, uh, very forward. Mm-hmm. Skimpy Which, you outfits. you know what?
0: Not bad. Women can be okay to do that.
1: Yeah, but That's not, okay. when, not when they're your teacher. But
0: not when they're your teacher. Not yeah. appropriate.
1: Yeah, not appropriate.
0: So she comes on real strong. Xander downs his martini. And he's like, I think I hear screaming. Yeah. Um, and then he passes out. French... Right. Well,
1: she asks him, have you ever been with a woman? Right. And he's like, "Uh,", uh And he says uh, a whole uh, bunch uh, of stuff. Tons. And then yeah. she's like, And yeah. then <laughs> he, he finally ends up and he says, no, uh-uh.
0: yeah right
1: (laughs) so he tells her the truth Mm -hmm. eventually and she's like i knew it and you know what i like it yeah yeah
0: and her arm turns into bug arms bug arm and then he passes out and she drags him away
1: yeah i like how he's like passing out as he notices her bug arms yeah and like like... so it doesn't quite like stun him as Mm -hmm. though it would stun me or i would think it would stun me but if you're passing out and you're sort of like wavering in and out of consciousness and you see a beautiful woman with bug arms in front of you.
0: Yeah, it's like okay, this is maybe just a byproduct of me passing out.
1: Yeah. Because he's like, what was in that wine? And then he just passes right out. Mm -hmm. Or martini.
0: Yeah, he's like, oh so this is a martini. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is like probably the first time he's drinking, maybe. Yeah, probably. you know, like that's a valid response. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I definitely felt that way the first time I, I had had dranks
1: had dranks
0: yeah the first time i got drunk was i was 16 and oh my gosh. i was you're so small
1: too you were probably like four foot three at that point
0: um i mean i was probably <laughs> at least like four ten. okay <laughs> four, ten. 4 3 is so small <laughs> so it's four ten. Oh <laughs> i'm only God. 5 2 now fully I grown know, that's what i'm saying <laughs> um so i don't know maybe i was five feet at that point i don't yeah. know when i stopped growing but Your
1: brain probably started shutting down you're like what hey. is this a
0: bud light oh you mean because i was drinking <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah um... not because you're so short
0: <laughs> i was like fuck you i can't operate i'm too short
1: I'm too my, brain, my brain does not operate correctly
0: <laughs> anyway my first experience was with my cousin. It was siblings weekend at her college, but she's an only child. Oh, um, and I was super Is this close. to get her in trouble? No, I was super close okay. with her mom. Uh, and she knows about it. Her mom, okay. uh, her, my aunt. And uh, she was basically like a mother figure to me. So, so my cousin was sort of a sister-ish to me. So I had uh, strawberry daiquiris was my first. They made them like in their you dorm. You had the
1: dax, the straw dax?
0: Yeah, and it's yeah. great. I'm still into strawberry daiquiris. Ugh. Dave made some I don't know Mason, if I've recently. ever had a daiquiri. Oh, man, they're so fucking refreshing.
1: I should try it. What, what kind of uh, alcohol you put in a da- Oh Yeah, you rum? want to do like white rum. Oh, I love rum. I'm a big Me rum Me too. Guy. Although I have not had a drink in a very long time at this point.
0: Well, you should do what I do and drink every time we record.
1: I know. I'm kind of. I get jealous every Getting time we get sauced with Sammy. I know. I do want to get sauced, but I also got to keep me wits about me.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I I just get wittier. I think.
1: <laughs> I don't. <laughs>
0: Anyway, so so
1: so Xander gets pulled into a bug dungeon.
0: So she, yeah, bug dungeon. I like that. Oh, yeah. that sounds so bad. Ugh. I mean, that's it was like, bad. That was my dad's basement.
1: Right, <laughs> bug with a millipede, centipede, <laughs> centipede, millipede? <laughs> centipede. <laughs>
0: yeah, can't. Ugh. That's where I. That's where I lived in high school. Yeah. Um. Can't do that. Can't do it. Anyway, can't do it. That's why I just can't do bug things. But anyway, right. so he wakes up in a cage in a bug dungeon to find French. Miss French is in full insect mode.
1: This is a uh, this is another one of these really effective dark scenes that this show seems to do really well mm. because you can see that this, this bug outfit or whatever it is, it's very clearly just an outfit that they threw over a person. So, Fun fact. Yes.
0: The Praying Mantis puppet
1: yeah. is oh, it's a actually
0: puppet. a reuse of the Na Graph prop from the first season of Babylon 5. In 1993, oh,
1: which wow.
0: used the same makeup company, and the woman who plays Natalie French, Musetta yes. Vander, yes, um, is also guest starred in Babylon Five.
1: In Babs Five, wow! Fun fact for you. That is a fun fact. Yeah. But the um, the cinematography of the the whole scene is super dark. It's very yeah. hard to see, mm-hmm. but extremely effective for this because if you give this scene too much light you will yeah. see too much and it will be so lame Yeah, it'll be so bad but they mm-hmm. give you just the right amount of light in these scenes and yes. it totally works yes. very effective
0: I agree I was watching this this might be TMI I don't know okay. I was watching this in the tub and, <laughs> and, <laughs> and a I, bug I, <laughs> oh god no <laughs> don't do that to me <laughs> I'll never be able to take a bath again, <laughs> um, and but I kept like trying to brighten my screen because I was like it's so fucking dark, yeah, but um, but you're right, like it does you are
1: just dark. living a life, watching Puffy the, the vampire slayer <laughs> while taking a tub,
0: taking my a tub goodness.
1: taking a tub, you take <laughs> one,
0: yeah, You take it, taking a soak. So then we cut to Giles, who's talking to an insect mythology guy who was put in a loony bin. Um, But he turns out he was right about one thing. There is a she mantis who assumes the form of a beautiful woman and lures virgins back to her nest to breed. Giles relays this information to Buffy and Willow and is like, you gotta slice up her body parts. So Buffy tells Giles to find um, bat sonar, which will make um, bat lady Miss French's nervous system quote go Kapluie." Right. Um, back at the Bug Ranch, Miss French is choosing who to mate with. <laughs> Bug Ranch. Right. <laughs> She's trying to Bug decide dungeon. who to mate with.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, then Buffy, Willow, and Giles show up at French's house, but surprise a sweet old lady answers the door
1: <laughs> this, and she's I love like this yes i'm
0: natalie french and they're yeah. like fuck she's so nice <laughs> she's so nice yeah um they're like bitch we are looking for an old bug <laughs> i don't and know if that's like, exactly what? what they say no it's not <laughs> what they say which <laughs> is my summary of the situation um so it looks like she mantis stole this woman's identity Xander tries to. Um, and it's so
1: funny too because at at a certain point, it's like she stole her identity, and she goes, "No, dear, I'm
0: right here. I'm right here." <laughs> yeah. I know, such a sweet <laughs> so dear nice. old lady. Yeah. Um. So Xander, uh, but the she mantis slash Miss French, fake French, um, chose Xander to mate with, and he tries to fight her, and then Buffy jumps in a sewer, um, and they're like. Giles and Willow
1: are like... Wait, real quick. Real yeah. quick. So they're explaining... They sort of do a flashback scene of when Miss mm-hmm. French is teaching the class, right? And she says, the California mantis lays her eggs and the male fertilizes them. And then I said, huh? huh? So how does that work with Xander? What is what is she trying to get Xander to do in this scene? Because it it doesn't seem like it's full-on copulation with a bug.
0: Well, Blake also said that she sort of like Blaine. D- Blaine, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Does this like weird shaky thing, and then she and then and she, she shoots mates, out a bunch of eggs. Shoots out a bunch of bunch of eggs, and then mates with Ugh. the guy. So I don't know. We don't need to talk about how things. Might, okay, I was just curious. I don't know things how it worked. go... What goes where? Who ejaculates on who? (laughs) The the birds and the bugs. (laughs) 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 Gross. um, We just don't need to imagine that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I was just, just trying to figure it, it out not.
1: logically and logistically, but.
0: Yeah, you know. I'm not. I'm just okay. like, I don't want to think about this. It's just one of this. those
1: details we just got to leave out. <laughs> just
0: got to leave that
1: out. <laughs> just got to move on. Yeah. Because you know what? We don't want to look at it. We don't want to
0: look at it yeah. too long. <laughs> um, so then Buffy jumps in the sewer and she gets caught, Claw Guy, Silverware Man, so that he can help her find the She-Mantis' house. She's right. Like, that
1: part was funny.
0: Yeah, she was like, "Oh, you're afraid of this bitch. Let me find this guy." Yeah, she's like, "I
1: know you saw where she lives. Let's go." And he's like, eh, okay.
0: <laughs> so great, you know." But Slayer's gotta improvise, right? Um, which she does because um, then he tries to like they find her house. Then she, of course he tries to attack her, and she uses a fence post to stake him. So right. Um, Buffy jumps through a window into the uh, bug dungeon and sprays um, like bug
1: bug repellent bug
0: rep- repellent poison. Yeah, Because yeah. like bug repellent is bug spray, like they use spray on your uh, body. Oh, that's What's true. The I guess stu- it
1: isn't repellent. It's What's like uh, stuff that you spray? bug poison. Yeah, bug, bug poison. spray, like Raid.
0: I wrote bug killer on her. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that like, makes sense. I'm like, what is that? Stuff? Bug killer. Bug killer. Yeah. Um, she tries to play the sonar, but it ends up playing. A recording Giles. of Giles' notes, <laughs> which He's is like, great. Anyways, He's like wrong side <laughs> a of full, the tape.
1: Yeah. So was it was it Giles who screwed it up? Did he put the tape in backwards, or did Buffy put it in backwards? We
0: don't know who put it.
1: Okay, in, we don't. Know. The
0: wrong side, but but Giles was like, "That's the wrong side." Um, yeah. So. Back in the day, we should probably explain to our listeners who don't (laughs) know what a tape is. (laughs) Yeah,
1: back in the day. This is
0: like a little recording device. Before we had CDs and before we could record things on our phone and digital devices. Picture an
1: SD card that had this moving gross tape in it that could (laughs) only be recorded on for about 60 minutes. And if it got too hot, then it would stretch and and all your music would go...
0: And you could have two sides though, because there's right. two sides side to the tape.
1: To the tape, yep.
0: So, so you could flip it over. So in this case, Giles had recorded some notes on one side, and on the other side, there was sonar. Right. So Giles ends up getting the tape recorder and flips the tape, plays the sonar. Um, and she
1: goes kablooey.
0: And she go- she's like, bah! it's like, you know, her nervous system's going crazy. And Buffy. Yeah fucking machetes that bitch up i just love that she has this machete and it's like
1: yeah big action scene ends
0: big action scene ends willow is like i think it's really great that you're virgins you know waiting (laughs) and like doing the right thing and And
1: blaine's like don't tell anybody about
0: (laughs) it. my dad's a lawyer and i'll sue you if you do like blaine come on that can't hold up in court you dick (laughs) and then xander hacks up the egg sack right then we go to the bronze. Angel shows up, kind right. of like you know, she's like, "Oh, here's her jacket, back, Angel." And he's like, "You know
1: what? Keep it. it. You look good in on it."
0: You.
1: Yeah, and it's she, like, she just whole goes, thing. "Oh goes, boy!"
0: Oh boy, because she knows she' in trouble.
1: Well, because she got it bad for Angel. She got
0: it bad. She's also like, "It would be nice if I could get a hold of you or something." <laughs> and he's just like. Doesn't really respond. Yeah,
1: no, he's mysterious. He's he knows like, how to, he knows how to. That's play not that how game. I
0: roll, baby. And then he just goes off. I don't know the dark. if
1: that's what he said, but he was like. That's what
0: he was thinking. That's ba- I mean, that's what she heard.
1: No, what he was thinking was, watch how mysterious I'm going to be. Check this out. Whew. And He's gone. Yeah, he just walks away.
0: Yeah, and you're like, oh my
1: god. And he's wearing <sighs> the white white tank top. Is that that's what he's wearing? Oh no, yeah. that's in the beginning of the movie or the the show. Yeah. So at the end of the bronze scene, yep. she says, "Oh boy," because she's oh got a bad for angel. She got a bad. We cut back to a new teacher, who's replaced Miss French. Yep. and previously there of mm-hmm. Doctor Gregory. Gregory. Um, and he seems to be kind of a bore. Yep. And then, bum bum bum, the end of the scene, we boom down below the floor, and we see. It's, it I think
0: it's a closet.
1: A closet. Because okay. he
0: like goes to put something in the closet. And it's oh, like okay. in the back of the closet. I gotcha. Yeah.
1: And we oh. see eggs hatching. Egg sack. Egg sack hatching.
0: Egg sack, baby. Egg sack. That's where it's at. Egg <laughs> sack.
1: Exactly. That, they should have ended it with that musical yeah. sting.
0: I'm gonna yeah. just give give Joss a call, let him know.
1: Yeah. Can up. you uh, can you remaster that for the Blu-rays and add in this song? Mm-hmm. Uh, exact. It's anyways. Give me a call back. Josh. Give me a call
0: back. <laughs>
1: it's on Just... his voicemail.
0: <laughs> <laughs> voicemail three hundred forty-seven. <from> She's <laughs> me. <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> like, God,
1: can we change our number? <laughs> she calls
0: every day. oh god i noticed
1: uh i noticed that when when the buffy theme came on yeah and all the credits were rolling Mm -hmm. i noticed the name of the uh, band who does the buffy theme do you Mm -hmm. know the name of the band nerf herder nerf herder do you know what that is a reference to
0: oh isn't it a star trek
1: Star Wars. God Star damn it. Star Wars. I knew Why it was one I or the other. Why am I setting myself <laughs> setting myself up for disappointment with you? Here, go
0: see it. Go see, go a see Star, Star Wars. War. <laughs> fucking yeah. love Arrested Development.
1: All right, let's get into Lost.
0: Let's get into Lost. So, my prediction, let's, okay. let's replay my prediction. Yes. Where I decided that, okay, not I'm not on the dog being a demon anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm kind of with Hurley that it's some kind of dinosaur creature. Okay. Um, and then I said that I think we were going to see Locke's backstory or f- some kind of flashback from him because we ended with looking at him. And you were very right episode. about that. And I was right about that. But I also said that he whittles bodies. So I was not Not quite right right
1: about about that that yet. There's still time.
0: Um, But longer term, I also said that I think Kate is some sort of femme fatale who murdered someone, probably a man who probably deserved it. I still think that's true, but we don't see that in this episode. Okay. So look who figured it out. We start with Locke's perspective, just as I predicted.
1: Boom. Great job.
0: Thank you. I just want to be appreciated.
1: That's, I appreciate that because that, that, I had never figured that out. Cheers to you. Cheers. 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 Cheers, mate. Cheers, Charlie. So we start with a flashback in this episode of John Locke laying on the beach, wiggling his toes um, as all the chaos of the plane crash sort of unfolds all around him. So this is sort of flashing, flashing back to the first episode. Mm -hmm. um then boom we're back in present day Walt's dog vincent is barking up a storm it's nighttime and there's a bunch of crashing noises and everyone's sort of waking up um jack the genius thinks it's sawyer he's like uh yeah where's sawyer because he thinks he's in the plane crashing around or something Mm -hmm. and then sawyer's like right behind you jackass Right. Which I thought was funny because his name's Jack.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: um, they get closer. They grab a bunch of flashlights. The whole group sort of gets closer to see who's rummaging or what's rummaging. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, Sawyer is like, I'm going to shed some light on this thing. And Fucking he lights idiot. up the whole plane, and we see some <laughs> glowing eyes and then run away
0: i was like oh shit is that a tasmanian devil
1: right i didn't know what it was but then i remembered as they said "Boars." it's boars. and i was like oh that's
0: kind of (laughs) boring
1: yeah i know right when you're like "Din," i want dinosaurs i hope they're velociraptors
0: well in this case i thought it was tasmanian devil
1: right or tasmanian devil the tasmanian devil or like just like the actual animal the
0: actual animal
1: but not the Looney Tune.
0: Could be. Why okay. not?
1: Did you ever see the Twilight Zone movie?
0: No. I don't think okay.
1: so. All right. I don't want to say anything else because it'll ruin it. Okay. Um, so then, it has devil in it? <laughs> Maybe.
0: Oh, that's kind of crazy.
1: Then boom, we're in the lost title card. And then we end up on a scene where uh, Jack is talking about wanting to burn the remains of the dead people. Very coldly, too. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just like, look.
0: <sighs> See, I don't notice Anybody's, his breathing.
1: It's not that bad anymore. I. It was the first few episodes that were really bad.
0: I'm more annoyed by his nasally fucking voice.
1: Aw, that's just his voice. That's just jank.
0: That's just
1: it's jacked voice, man.
0: Yeah, well, it's really annoying.
1: Boy, <laughs> oh, <poor> jank. <laughs> Matthew Fox, jank. Um, boy, is Jack Jack Nicholson right there jack nicholson um so he's hey, like
0: here's johnny
1: <laughs> you got so close to that mike sorry um, dave
0: does does that and it's really scary because he's got oh, i like, can see dave doing that oh it's so out. fucking creepy
1: he's got the forehead to go with it he
0: does he does yeah. and the eyebrows like they go down you. and the, and they do the crazy thing and it's really they creepy.
1: grinch out they grinch out on you yeah yeah it's pretty scary
0: it's terrifying.
1: Um. Yeah, he says any bodies that we bury will be dug up and eaten. Meaning whatever's out there is gonna Yeah, like let's the clarify bodies.
0: they're not eating them.
1: I mean somebody could be hungry. But enough, maybe I guess. they should. This would be a prime time to go cannibal.
0: Yeah. They should probably like you know, human jerky. I don't know could why you my eat voice a human? cracked there. I mean if I was desperate enough, eventually yes.
1: Could you eat a bug?
0: If I was desperate enough, eventually yes. My first thing is like, can I even eat fish? Because <laughs> I don't eat fish.
1: Really? You couldn't eat a fish.
0: Well, again, once I get got hungry enough, I'd eat a fucking fish.
1: You get hungry. Hungry. And then you you would eat a fish, but you'd have to be like beyond starving to eat a fish. There
0: would have to be no other options.
1: What about a crab?
0: Same. I don't eat any seafood.
1: Um, they talk about. Uh... There's sort of like this this idea of God and religion that comes up because
0: oh wait um, yeah. at some point I think it's right after they discover that it's Boar's um, Locke says that he he thinks it's Razorbacks right which is Sunnydale High's mascot
1: oh wow crossover
0: yeah too yeah. funny
1: too funny <laughs> um, so. Yeah, they're sort of, like, debating, like, yeah, but is that even right? I feel like we should we should give them some sort of a memorial or send-off sort of thing. We don't have
0: time to figure out everybody's religion. Yeah, and
1: Jack's like, That's we Jack's don't have time like. to talk about everybody's god and all this. It's like, yeah. all right, Jack, calm down there, Doc. You know?
0: Yeah.
1: Like, talk about bedside manner. Doc. Kate mentions that Jack's hoping that someone will see the flames. So he wants to sort of burn them at night yes. so that people can see him. So then Kate meets up with Saeed on the beach. Uh, he's fiddling with electronics again, as Saeed does. Mm-hmm. That's Saeed's jam is electronics. Um, he's creating an antenna of sorts to triangulate the source of the mysterious transmission the french lady who who's right been which is
0: awesome because that's what i was talking about like why right. why why aren't they trying to find where that is where that's coming that's from?
1: my notes i wrote this is what sammy wanted them to do in the first place yeah
0: thank you <laughs> yeah so see you were like oh you would make a lot of friends in this place but yeah. actually i would because i'd be like shut the fuck up jack okay yeah. listen this is how it's gonna be
1: Okay, but see, this is where you lose all your friends again. You got to, <laughs> bedside manner. You got to be able to communicate with these
0: Oh, people. no, I'm the female version of Sawyer.
1: Yeah, you are. This is why <laughs> but you I'm the extreme so left.
0: <laughs> I'm like extreme pro-women to the point where I'm pissing off everybody else.
1: Right, and he's so pro-men, he's pissing all the people oh, off, Oh, yeah, right? we'd
0: murder each other. Yeah. Or we'd You're... fall deeply in love and have a really fucked up relationship.
1: Yep, I'm going to go with the latter. <laughs> So Kate meets with Saeed about the electronics Sorry, Appa. That's and Jakeese uh, <laughs> Well, she gets this like little machine that he makes that's gonna help try little machine, yeah, exactly see, and a male made it, so it makes sense <laughs> um so Sawyer and Hurley are fighting the next scene. Mm-hmm. Sawyer calls Jack Metro. <laughs> Which I was like, where did that come from? I love, I love Sawyer's little I think I missed that. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. really quick. It's really quick, and he's like, yeah, whatever. Metro, like it was like really quick. <laughs> like
0: metrosexual.
1: That's what I was thinking. Yeah, but I was like, he's not really. Yeah. He's like a doctor, and he breathes a lot, but I didn't get metrosexual out of this guy. Yeah. Hurley uh, talks about we ate all the food, dude, and uh, Saeed was like everybody calm down we can find food yeah because people. everyone starts to freak out right yeah that should have been their first thought it's like yeah <laughs> food is people and then john Locke turns and this this is probably the best part of the show here because we get okay you remember jaws right
0: yeah i remember we get jaws the,
1: remember the monologue scene in jaws when it's quint and he's He scrapes his hand on the chalkboard. Do you remember this? Sure. And then the camera slowly Mm -hmm. dollies in on him, and he goes, and he's talking about the shark, and he's like, bad fish. I know how to catch this fish. You got to do this. You got to do that, right? And the Mm -hmm. the camera just slowly comes in on his face. They totally stole that, and they did that in this episode of Lost.
0: Oh, I did not put that together.
1: Because he's talking about boars the whole time. Yeah. And how he can get the boars, and he knows his boar trivia. He knows it.
0: He knows it
1: yeah he's so, not bored he he's not bored he's overboard oh so <laughs> <laughs> i feel like <laughs> oh, we're the worst people people aren't gonna get the same aren't gonna get the same effect without uh the video on this that's
0: why we need to share we do the videos too many too.
1: physical bits yeah on the podcast which we need to cut out <laughs> um okay so nice jaws homage and then we jaws uh, homage Homage, and then we see John Locke has with him a whole case of knives. Mm. Cause first we see his like Bowie knife or whatever. And we're like, damn, that's a cool knife. Wait, have we but done then... a
0: flashback of him yet? Besides the uh, first
1: episode? No. Okay. Nope. I don't think so. Um, so, and then this is where Hurley goes. Who is this
0: guy? Why does he have so many knives?
1: Yeah. So now, daxter. now we flashback Okay. So now we flash back to John Locke. Yes, he's he on the yes. phone and he's he's talking code to somebody on the phone. He's like, "Yeah, we'll rendezvous at the usual point at thirteen hundred hours." So you're like, "What is this guy? Is he some Mil- sort sounds of
0: sounds military
1: military or is he like you know CIA like some sort of like secret guy? You know mm-hmm. who knows?" So and then we find out that boom, he's in a cubicle and but he's uh, he gets the colonel yelled at or
0: something. Captain. Yeah. Yeah. They General. call him
1: Colonel. Yeah. Colonel. And uh, he gets yelled at by Randy, who's a real asshole of a boss. Um, And he comes by his cubicle and he's like, you know about these TPS reports? Which is so office space. Yeah. Which is totally just peeled right out of office space. I mean, I was
0: like, I was like, are TPS reports a thing that happen in an office? Like, I don't know what those are. I I
1: honestly think it's just an homage to, to office space. Yeah.
0: Which was a movie I didn't like.
1: Right. It came up in movie club. Yes. And I think decidedly the males like office space and females do not like office Mm -hmm. space. Because my wife hated it. Two males,
0: three females.
1: Right. And my wife hated it too. Yeah. So then we come back to the beach and Jake, uh, Jake, Jack and Kate, that's what they're called together. Jake.
0: Oh, or Jate. Jate
1: Jate or CACC.
0: Cack. <laughs> Maybe let's not call him Cack. Cack.
1: So Cack are talking on the beach, <laughs> and they talk they talk about Locke, and she tells Jack about why she wants to go uh, hiking again. It's be- because she doesn't want to hunt boars. She wants to help Saeed triangulate the signal. Bores are boring. Boars. And then um, Michael tries talking to the Korean woman and asking her to watch Walt for him. And Walt's like, I don't need a babysitter. And she speaks some Korean to him. And Walt says, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: so in
0: my head, I'm just imagining she's like, listen up, you little shit. And I will right. break you if you get into trouble on my watch.
1: Claire and Jack clack meet.
0: clack, <laughs> Click and clack, the Tapping brothers. Right. right. Don't drive like my brother.
1: He asks about the baby. And uh, she's like, oh, he's good, thanks. I love Claire. She's so nice. Mm. And then... um.
0: She chose a
1: sweetheart. At this moment, Jack is very emotionally unavailable with uh, Claire's nice idea about reading people's names. Yeah, at the I deceased. don't know why he's such
0: a dick about like,
1: it. I, I, uh, because I think he's somewhat broken. I think he's got some...
0: Well, naming. yeah, I mean, he's seeing things.
1: Right, he is seeing things, which we'll get to.
0: Yeah, but, uh, so, but he didn't have to be such a dick about it. He could have been like, yeah, that's a really nice idea. I am doing this thing right now, but I think it would be great if you headed that up. Pro That's tip, true. Jack. Yeah. You know, know, bedside manner, plain side manner.
1: How is he a doctor and not able to communicate with people like this and take their feelings into account? Isn't that part of being a doctor? Well, Although I've met some real douche doctors.
0: Too. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's funny because this is, I felt like this was the first time he was really being a dick. So I kind of thought it was like yeah. really weird for his character.
1: Maybe he was just, like, emotionally fed up. You know, we've all had those days where we're just, like, starving and we're just not feeling well and, like, ourselves. Yeah. And we'll snap at hangry.
0: people. Hangry. I mean, i right. 100% I'm like that, which is why right. I would definitely eat fish quickly because right. nobody wants he wanted to some experience boar me meat angry.
1: And he wasn't getting any boar meat at that Mm-mm. point, so he's frustrated. Yeah. You know? Okay.
0: Well, also, they waited until fucking now to start fishing. Come on. You know you're yeah. going to run out of food.
1: Right. What is it, day right.
0: seven? Something day 8, like that. 20. But I'm sure, This is yeah. what I'm saying. They need to tell us what day it is.
1: Well, I think they were all kind of thinking that they were going to be rescued. So they're like, we got enough food on off, out of this plane until we were rescued at least, but rescue ain't coming. mm You got to look at the big but picture. also,
0: dot. doesn't that food need to be refrigerated? It's not refrigerated anymore. Mm, I'm
1: sure a lot of it does, yeah. But like crackers and peanuts and stuff. Yeah. That'll, that'll but like last you can get
0: chicken on a plane.
1: Cordon bleu. Chicken cordon bleu hobby kit.
0: Cordon bleu.
1: Cordon bleu. Mhm. As they say in France. Mhm. Boone notices a woman sitting by herself um down, you know, off you know, down the beach a ways. Uh he talks to Shannon about it and she's snarky to him because that's what Shannon does. Shannon a bitch. Shannon being Shannon. John Locke um, knows his stuff about boars. He's tracking them. He's got a vest, like a pro.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? That's what pros wear, you like know wilderness pros. You know he's a pro you got a vest. Yeah. Like, all wilderness pros have, like, a dope vest dope that they vest. wear. And they throw their knives in it and, like, yep. little fishing lures and Because it's got, like, stuff. those
0: loops that you can yeah, put things. Yeah, loops. They got loops in pockets You don't even need a belt.
1: pockets. No, because you don't even need pants because you throw whatever you want on your on your vest. Yeah. And that way you can ford the rivers easier too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But what are you going to do when your Ghiblis are... <laughs> when you're running free, and you go not have any pants man. and your jiblies are run- going Let everywhere. Let them swing.
1: Let them swing. <laughs> Let them swing and splash. <laughs> <laughs> that's what real wilderness folks do, I, do don't you ever watch man versus wild naked Bear, and afraid Oh, right. That show. naked except for the
0: vest and mildly oh. right
1: half naked and not afraid mildly that's afraid. john locke's that's john locke's <laughs> show half naked not afraid
0: <laughs> the john locke show
1: yeah so so he he obviously knows what's up because he's got a vest mm-hmm. um charlie is in the woods uh charlie. probably doing drugs right? Yep. I think that's what he's doing. Yes. And, uh, Shannon shows up and she's all sweet on him. And she Whoa, asks so him, her
0: brother is like, her brother's like, bitch, we got to catch some fish now. Like we, <laughs> I <feel> like you, <laughs> we're not you, getting,
1: you give all of these characters a way different, <laughs> a way different persona than what was written.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's what he wanted to say. <laughs> okay. 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 But he, but he was like, you gotta like get off your ass and like right. you start do doing here. stuff, you know. Right. And like she's we like, gotta Fine, contribute, this we is gotta what get. I can and do. she's like, "You don't think I can get fish?"
1: Right. And so she does what she knows she can do, which is manipulate,
0: manipulate men,
1: manipulate men because which she pretty. you know what,
0: you what? know, girls gotta do what a girl's gotta do. Exactly. I mean, so- I would much rather her just. Learn ovary how to fish. up and learn how to fish <laughs> <Over>
1: him, Wow. <laughs> so yeah she shows up she asks charlie about fishing well first he's like oh yeah you recognize me from drive to- he's like, like oh so i knew fishing. this would come up <laughs> eventually yeah. oh charlie nobody knows him from his band he's a, he's um,
0: very xander like
1: yeah yeah that's true so then he fakes it and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a, I'm a fishing fiend." Oh, uh, I learning from
0: my grandfather.
1: Yeah, yeah, England's an island, so I just you know, I throw it in and you know, fish. <laughs> <laughs> um so so oh. he he's sort of off uh in trying to figure that whole thing out. Jack approaches the woman who's on the beach, which we find out her name is Rose. Mm-hmm. So um, it's the
0: it's the black woman that he had been sitting next to or kind of like across the the aisle from on the plane. And she had sort of was like kind of panicking a little bit during the turbulence. And he was going to, he was like, I'm here. I'll help you through this.
1: Yes. And she's a bit catatonic. She's not talking and Jack's trying to just get something out of her. Mm -hmm. Then we cut to Michael and Kate talking. And Michael mentions that, uh, Walt's mom has passed away only two weeks ago. Mm hmm. So that's kind of tragic and sad Poor, yeah. poor Walt.
0: Um, that's a lot. That is a for lot a little kid.
1: Yeah, lose your mom and then you crash in a plane and then you're living on an island with no food and you lose your dog. and. Uh, yeah,
0: it's a lot. And living leaves. with your dad who seems like he probably wasn't around prior right. to and this. Right, and he doesn't
1: quite know you that well. Yeah. Yeah, very tough on Walt. I feel like he's handling it quite well given the circumstances. I
0: think so too.
1: So they come across their boars that they're hunting for uh, in the grass. Locke's scar on his eye is pretty badass.
0: Oh, yeah. It's 100% badass.
1: I feel like that would be a cool tattoo to get. Yeah. Like just I feel, feel like it's one
0: of those things that, like, a lot of villains slash badasses have. Yeah. Where you've got, like, this, you know, mark above scar. your eye and below your eye.
1: Pretty cool. hmm But it seems like his eye ball is unscathed. Yeah. They come across the boars. Uh, Michael gets attacked by a boar. John Locke, like, falls over. <laughs> and then he's, like, laying on the ground, he looks at his feet, which is something he continues to do throughout this whole episode. Mm-hmm. He's looking at his feet, and we get another flashback. Yeah. And we this is where it's revealed that he's sort of a nerd gamer, and he's got, like, army men on, like, a board,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: he's being called colonel again, and he's playing with, like, it looks like a um, coworker or something. Mm-hmm. They're playing, like, uh, in the break room or something. Yeah. His boss, Randy, shows up. Randy. Fucking Randy. And um, he questions him about his walkabout pamphlet. And then his friend who he's playing with is like, did you tell Helen yet? And then his boss is like, what are you doing? You you got to wake up, man. You can't do any of that stuff. Look at you.
0: Yeah. Well, so we should just say, like, so this was the first time I didn't really know what, like, a walkabout was. Um, but so it's basically like a spiritual journey to connect with nature
1: yes and so it, when they revealed that, that
0: about Locke I was like okay okay yeah. Locke I can oh, get down with that is he
1: growing on you now
0: he's growing on me
1: oh no I mean you like, thought just last episode you thought he was whittling bodies
0: right now I'm like oh he wants to go on a spiritual journey to connect with nature you're probably not a serial killer If you're going on a, if you're trying to connect with nature so that you can murder people in the woods, that's a different story.
1: What's up with all the knives? Because wilderness, wilderness folk.
0: Yeah, I mean you gotta, you gotta survive. Maybe.
1: So, his boss questions him about that, and uh, makes him feel bad. Not about the knives, about the walkabout. He doesn't have
0: the knives in in that scene, in the flashback scene.
1: Also. Locke, you got to go to HR at that point. I mean, he's being, he's crossed the line, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, But, not uh, to be
0: sexist, but men are less likely to report things to HR.
1: That's not sexist. I think that's just a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Locke only responds with a name, Norman Croucher. He keeps saying Norman Croucher. And then he explains he was a double amputee, no legs, but he climbed Mount Everest because it was his destiny.
0: Right. And And then... Randy's like, destiny. <laughs>
1: he's like, Psh, whatever, man. Go back to your cubicle. And then boom, we're back uh, Well, he's on beach. like,
0: you can't tell me what I can and can't do or something like that. Right. Lux.
1: And, upset. oh, we're back in the jungle. And then he calls Kate Helen by accident. She's like, who's Helen? And uh, John decides that he's going to go after the boar. And he's like, I'm fine. I can do this. He said, uh, don't tell me what I can't do.
0: Mm-hmm. Which, it again, which that's another thing that I resonated with because I was like, yeah. That's what
1: I thought. I was like, this is totally what's going to win Sammy over mm-hmm. because that's that's Sammy's fighting spirit right that's there. It's like, don't spirit. tell me I can't do something. And I'll tell you what, I'm sort of the same way, yeah. but I'm quieter why about it. That's
0: kindred spirits.
1: I won't tell you that that like I can do it. Like I won't fight you on it in the moment but what i will do is i'll is prove do you wrong. it yeah that's yeah.
0: exactly what i do well because yeah. you don't want to be like fuck you watch me and then fail and
1: then not do it yeah i'm like okay he's right yeah so but if i'm I just do like do uh-huh, it okay i'm just like yeah, okay see, just we'll watch, just watch what happens watch what happens
0: just do it
1: yeah don't tell me what i can't do charlie and hurley are fishing uh it's obviously that hurley is like trying to help charlie here mm-hmm. uh hurley gets frustrated Charlie tries to spear the fish. They're failing pretty hard in, in catching the fish.
0: Yeah. So as I was watching this, watching Hurley like flip the fuck out, like stab the water a bunch of times, I was like, I think maybe I'm a little bit Hurley. <laughs> Cause like, <laughs> I would de- definitely do that. again. And him, when he like passed out, when um jack was working on
1: oh surgery
0: yeah when he was yeah. doing surgery on the marshall slash right um that's bounty me. hunter that's guy i'm always passing oh out. me too well you know like how i passed out when dave got his wisdom teeth oh, right, removed right, 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 right. and they yeah. like took the gauze out of his Ugh. mouth and i was like wow, wow, wow. Huh? passed out i even said i was like i was looking and i was like um i'm either gonna vomit or pass out yeah <laughs> and then boom yeah. passed out Well, you
1: get tunnel vision and you feel like Whoa.
0: yeah like everything is like closing and, and like, i'm okay, like this yeah, is something's happening. happening passing out passing
1: yeah. out passing out <laughs> looking at the floor looking at it um so yeah so they're they're so they're, they're failing. failing pretty hard yeah. uh claire talks to saeed Clyde <laughs> so I don't I think they're doing gonna be a thing. I gotta stop doing that yeah, stop. uh she gives uh him a piece of uh mail or something it's like an envelope with some pictures in it yeah pictures of a of a girl some lady mm-hmm. um and I thought it was funny how one picture was like a medium shot and then the next one was like a perfectly portrait close-up shot
0: like a glamour uh, shot
1: yeah I'm like nobody ever takes photos of their friends that close up
0: Unless you go for Glamour Shots.
1: That's true. Unless you hire a photographer in wherever he's from.
0: No, do you know about Glamour Shots?
1: No, what's Glamour Shots? This was
0: a thing in the 90s where you could go to like... I don't know if it was actually you had to go to a place called Glamour Shots or like you could go to jc penny and get the glamour shot filter i don't know what it was like, like
1: where I, like where i went for my senior photo which we covered last episode
0: you should have gotten glamour <laughs> shots no but it was yeah. like this this like thing where you'd put like they do your hair so it probably wasn't jc penny i think it was like oh, it's own I, photo okay, studio this is a bell. and they have like soft like lighting and
1: this is totally what i should have
0: yeah done. my yeah. mom and an older sister got them done and I shots. still remember, like, I don't remember what my mom's looked like, but I still remember my sisters and it's just like so ridiculous.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it cuts back to Jack and he's talking to Rose. And finally she speaks up and she starts talking about Bernard, her husband. Yeah. And, uh, she tells uh, a story about how his fingers would swell up when they fly. And, uh, she has his wedding ring around her neck because that's what they would do when they would fly places. Yeah. She'd wear it um, as a necklace. Yeah. Such a great character moment. They're yeah. so good at writing characters in this show.
0: And that's such uh, a nice like I don't know, just such a sweet thing. Like a nice yeah. like husband and wife thing.
1: Right. Um, he diagnoses her with post traumatic shock.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, way to go, Jack. It's like hold on, let me add to the conversation. Uh you have post traumatic stress here. Oh, and sorry, shock.
0: Jack. I thought you were fucking surgeon not a psychologist.
1: Yeah, well, apparently What kind of everything. doctor
0: is he cuz he
1: just he, He's this he's a Swiss army knife of doctors. Mm. He does a little bit of everything. Yeah. He's got a spoon in there and a knife and a saw. Um he says uh she says to him, "You have a nice way about you." And I'm like, "Really?" Because he just just said that you have post- he just kn- was
0: whatever. like, "Yeah, bitch, you crazy."
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> she tells him that he's got a nice way about him. Good soul, patient, caring. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's why you became a doctor. And then Jack mentions, well, I was kind of born into it. It's just a family business. Yeah. John Locke is talking on the phone with a Helen. So now we're, this is a flashback. Yep. He's on his bed. He's talking to the Helen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he tells uh, her how he told Randy off and that how he's proud of it and that he's flying to Australia. And he's and going he on the walkabouts. He, he has two has tickets so he asks her to go with him. Yeah. And uh they we find out they've been talking for eight months and that uh, she calls him a customer.
0: Yeah, she's like, I can't I can't meet customers.
1: Yeah. And and we find out that she's charging him eighty nine ninety nine an hour to talk.
0: Ugh, so
1: she's gotta so be sad. she's gotta be a sex line operator.
0: Yeah. Or Miss Cleo.
1: <laughs> or or a Miss Cleo type. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we find out that and then, you know, he gets kind of upset, you know, because he thought that they sort of had a thing, which is Ugh, so sad.
0: You know? Oh, I know. I, I was rough. like, oh, this is so gross, but it's also really just sad. But also, John be...
1: Locke, though, you don't call a sex line operator looking for love.
0: Well, okay. He, it could be like a companionship line. Because really? like my first thought was like
1: I've never heard of these.
0: I don't know. My <laughs> first thought was like phone sex too, but like there wasn't anything sexual being exchanged. But that right. doesn't but necessarily I think that's mean. Up to the, I think
1: I think that's up to the customer. Yeah. I'm sure they the can client. call and just be like, "I want peanut butter on my face," and they're like, "Sure, yeah, Jeff, <laughs> Skippy, whatever you want, as long as I get $89.99 <laughs> $80, an hour." <laughs> oh yeah. Do
0: you want crunchy you or want... smooth?
1: Yeah, How I want some jelly too. You want some of that <laughs> Skippy? What's the marshmallow stuff called?
0: Uh, fluff. Fluff. Yeah, fluff or
1: nutter on your ears. Whatever.
0: On your ears?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what these kinky peanut butter people are into. I don't know. Um, okay, so we're back in the jungle woods, and Kate climbs a tree with her electronic doodad, and they hear uh, some crashing in the woods, and I think she breaks her doodad. Yeah, point. she drops it. <laughs> she drops it. Way to go, Kate. Um Whoops. Locke hears and sees something in the woods because he's separated from the group at this point. He yeah, because he's like, boars. I'm going to
0: go get the boar. And they're like, right, okay. I'm going get the boar.
1: Yeah. and uh, Well, did you say in the that, woods. Um,
0: what's his name, got wounded? I don't know if you said that.
1: Oh, Michael. Michael yeah, got wounded. Michael, Michael got wounded by the boar. Not fatally, Jean-Lot. but. No, you got a little boo-boo, though. A little boo-boo. in his leg. Uh, so, Locke obviously, it looks like he sees something. Like the POV shots make you feel like he's looking directly at it. Michael arrives back on the beach and he's a little messed up. <laughs> Saeed, another great Saeed line. He sees Kate and he goes, Oh, the mighty huntress returns. What's for dinner? And she's just like, Sawyer, not, not Saeed. Sawyer, right. Not Saeed. Sawyer. Yeah. 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 And she just walks away. Oh, Sawyer, She just needs man. to
0: fucking punch him in the face. Somebody just needs to set him straight.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like people keep fighting with him, but, you know, Sawyer's going to be Sawyer. Yeah. That's just who he is, you know? Um. So, Shannon is mad that they didn't bring back any food at this point because they went in on a hunt. They should have brought back boar or food. They sort of failed
0: mm-hmm. and
1: didn't come back with anything, and they lost John Locke, uh, presumably. Uh, Charlie then comes out of nowhere Charlie. bounding with a fish. Charlie, he's like, I got a fish for you. That's there a you big go. Fish. Yeah yeah it was a nice 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 plump fish so boone boone fights uh fights with her for using charlie you know he like calls her out yeah and And charlie just 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 looks so sad he's just like oh i I thought she was gonna like me but i guess not um rose believes her husband is not dead she says uh She's like, "Oh, my husband's not dead," and then Jack well, yeah, because he's roast. like, he was in
0: the tail, and she's like, he's right. like, everybody in the tail was killed, and he is, She right. says, "Well, that's probably what they think too." Right. So um, I was like, "Okay, could be okay, delusional, yeah. but maybe okay,
1: maybe could be right." I mean, you gotta you gotta have hope, gotta right? Have hope. That's what Said said. Yeah. Uh, Jack sees a man in a suit.
0: Yeah, On the far what the edge fuck of
1: the beach. What's that all about?
0: Uh, what's that all about? My first thought was that he's seeing people that he didn't save, whether it's from the plane crash or just his oh, work in general. I don't know, that's, that's just like the first thing that popped into my head.
1: So do you think it's a delusion or do you think it's like an apparition?
0: Um ooh. Or is
1: it an actual person?
0: I think it's a delusion. Interesting right now, that's my theory.
1: Okay. Kate tells Saeed that the triangulation uh, didn't work out. Uh, he's you know, he gets a little discouraged yeah. by that.
0: Well, she's also like, sorry, I broke your thing, man. And he's Should've like, should have got cool. the insurance. Cool, I guess I'm She just calls try him Radio Shack. She's
1: like, right, Radio Shack. No, she didn't say that. No, I she made just, that up. <laughs>
0: I'm like I'm like, She didn't say that. I think that's something Sawyer would say
1: oh that is a sawyerism but You'd he would like, also make hey, a radio shack why what'd you make in there jack talks to kate and he checks her face immediately <laughs> she like walks up to him and he's like oh what's wrong with your face he like grabs right a hold of her head mm-hmm. he's like let me check that out it's like all right doc yeah. calm down how about asking for a little uh, may i touch your face
0: yeah you know personal space here
1: right yeah
0: not everybody's your patient jack
1: Right, yeah, they didn't sign the waiver on the beach. Stop Jack.
0: breathing in my face, Jack.
1: <laughs> watch it. Watch uh, Matthew Fox actually listen to this show, and he's like, "I wonder what they're saying about Aww. me and my performance." I'm and sure then we're he's just talking super sweet how he, in real how he life. So hard. It's just yeah.
0: I mean, he knows by now about the hard breathing, I'm sure. That that was a <laughs> thing knows. way before us. <laughs> He's
1: aware. He's aware.
0: For me, yeah. like I don't even notice that. I don't know if it gets worse as it goes on. I just notice his nasally voice. But you yeah, know, what? I think it comes goes. I don't goes. love the sound of my voice either. So it's cool, man. Me neither. We're good.
1: That yeah, we're never gonna listen to this podcast. Kate tells Jack cack. Cack together. <laughs> no, talk. <not> a CAC. <laughs> they tell Kate tells Jack that <laughs> Lock's gone. She's like, that thing was moving in his direction, that thing, whatever this thing is.: you um,
0: Doing that thing you do.:
1: Jack chases the man that he sees, because he sees him again <laughs> into the woods. <laughs> and he meets up uh, with Bloody Locke, who yeah. pops out of the jungle, who has successfully. Yeah. So the
0: last time we see Locke, he is looking up. Well, we're looking down at him from the perspective of whatever this whatever this is dinosaur thing is.
1: Right. And he's just looking
0: at it. He's not fucking. He's looking at it. He's He's got to look look at it. it. So I'm kind of like, did he get possessed by it? And it's taken over his body.
1: Oh, prediction.
0: Did he just stare it down in the same way that, like, you know? He monologued it to death. Ms. French stared down, like, Fork Guy, and Fork Guy is like, okay. And so, you know, Locke stares down the dinosaur thing, and the dinosaur thing is like, all right, we cool.
1: He's a dinosaur whisperer. I'm going
0: to get these six other... Razorbacks, you can have one. We cool. No,
1: the diner the din dinosaur. Dinosaur. The dinosaur. <laughs> <The diner sore.
0: laughs> oh my the god! Dinosaur. Why why don't we have a diner called dinosaur? Dinosaur.
1: Two for one special dinosaur.
0: And you can have the dino nuggets? Dino yeah, chicken diner, nuggets?
1: Diner nuggets.
0: No, but it's di- it's called dino dino diner. Diner sore.
1: dinosaur, dinosaur. Dinosaur
0: dinosaur but you have dinosaur <laughs> chicken nuggets at the diner
1: right among but other we gotta, things we gotta brand them though so everything's diner okay you know no dinosaurs. one can take that
0: idea that's ours
1: yeah copyright TM. trademark
0: Yep. bohan jensen 2020
1: mm-hmm. that's ours jack chases the man into the woods and he meets up with bloody lock who has a boar mm-hmm. and then this sort of kicks off their night memorial service. Yes. Uh, which to me immediately seemed very Survivor-esque.
0: Yeah, Which totally. is the show you
1: always mix mixed up. So if you saw like a promo about this episode, you'd be like, oh, that's totally <laughs> <Yep>. Survivor.
0: <laughs> I because wonder who got voted off the island. They
1: got, they got like torches up and stuff yeah. and there's stuff burning in the background. They're on the beach and it looks like a voting off ceremony what was the, is what it looks um... like.
0: What was the thing that they said in this in Survivor when you got voted off? Oh, you've been voted off the island. <laughs> but you they put out the torch,
1: right? Right, right. Your torch has been snuffed out. Snuffed. I don't know. No, no. Been, I think I, they just say you've like been that. voted off the island. I yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> um, so they have they have the memorial service.
0: Well, one thing I thought was interesting about this scene is we start to see so. I forget how many people they said survived, but it was, like, 30-something. And we've only encountered and, like, gotten to know a few, like, a dozen maybe. Right. So in the background, but, like, I also feel like we haven't even seen any of these other people, like, at all until this moment. And then suddenly they're, like, in the background and you can see people, like, arguing and, like, carrying on conversations. And I'm like, what the fuck?
1: So, Michael compliments Locke on killing the boar. Yeah, that was he's nice. He's like, yeah, hey, that, that, that was pretty cool, you know? Yeah. Um, and then he asks about the monster. He's like, hey, you, like, got to look at it, right? And uh, Locke's like, no, I didn't.
0: Which is a lie. Is it? I mean, they it, were staring at each other. it really looked like
1: other. he was looking at it, yeah.
0: He was looking at it.
1: Yep, he Unless was it. Unless it was invisible,
0: it. in which case he's not lying
1: right it could be could be a, a, a cloak of invisibility thing or something
0: that's gotta be a big ass cloak
1: <laughs> if it's a diner mm. diner sore.
0: Dinosaur.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh so then we get a flashback final flashback mm-hmm. of john Locke talking to an australian tour guide yep. of sorts and uh i'm pretty sure he's got a vest on that's how we know he's for real mm-hmm and he talks to John about his condition that he's had for four years. Right. And guy... he's like,
0: you didn't tell us about this. And John's right. like, I've been fine. I can do this.
1: Right. And he's like, you misrepresented yourself. And Locke gets real mad. Mm-hmm. And he said, I've been preparing for this for years. This is my destiny. You can't tell me what to do. Again. Again. For the third time this show, oh, I think. Oh,
0: Locke.
1: Yeah. This is the reveal that we finally get where we see... That Locke is in a wheelchair. Yeah. Finally, this is where we finally see what the condition is.
0: Yes. So they take off. The this like a tour bus or something. Right. That they takes leave him. Right. And he gets left behind.
1: He gets left behind. Very upset.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so then we we cut back to the beach, and this is after the crash again. Right. And we see when Locke stands up for the first time after the crash. Yeah,
0: he's like wiggling his feet at first, his toes yeah. and then he stands up.
1: And and this is a great moment because again, music, it's getting me. It's the the strings are swelling at this point, you know, and the the sound is chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um great moment. I'm I'm a sucker for this kind of stuff, but it's it's uh it's a magical moment when Locke stands up because now we finally know his story. Right. We know why he was smiling and happy after this crash because finally his destiny is coming true.
0: Right, and he had told he had told Walt that like this was a miracle.
1: This was a miracle. What happened here? Yeah,
0: and it was yeah. for him because he regained the use of his legs. Right. We don't Which know what exactly happened magical. to him before. Right. How?
1: But, how? Yeah. Yeah. How would you regain your your? legs back so the
0: fact that he regained the use of his legs and like took down the razorback yeah that's pretty cool
1: tabula rasa at the end of this episode right clean slate clean for slate. john Locke. but that was Tabula last rasa episode. yeah i know yeah i mean it makes sense more for last episode yeah i don't think it should be titled this one but no. it still applies walkabout walkabout
0: yeah so i i'm feeling definitely more positive towards him now
1: all right. I cool. don't think
0: he's going to whittle bodies. I mean,
1: anymore. there's still time.
0: There is still time.
1: He does have a... I bet when you saw the knives, you're like, oh, definitely whittling bodies at the beginning of this episode.
0: Mm, maybe. It did remind me of Dexter a bit.
1: Right. But we had already had a flashback at that point. Yeah, maybe.
0: we had already had a flashback. So,
1: so yeah, oh. that, that's the episode. That's lost.
0: That's the episode. Episode so, four. I will say because this and and I also thought it was really nice the way that it ended with Locke looking at the wheelchair, which we hadn't seen before. Or maybe we did and just never picked up on it. But yeah. he kind of like looks at the wheelchair and then sort of like smiles like, you know, yeah. I don't need that anymore because it ends looking on him. That kind of kills my theory going forward.
1: <laughs> the next episode is about the wheelchair. <laughs> And where the wheelchair started out. Hello, It's
0: my old friend. It's the Flashback. wheelchair's experience of lock getting better yeah. and no longer no, being needed anymore. It goes
1: way, way back, and it's the wheelchair being built in the factory in China.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're putting it together, right? And then we see it like on the on the on the freight train, like going to the next location.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, it's a long journey for the wheelchair, and it's very very interesting. Yeah. Okay
0: good that was good
1: good That was good all right predictions or favorite moments
0: um i think my like i said my favorite moment of buffy is a toss-up between the interaction they're both interactions with giles the one where he you know buffy's like i'm gonna figure this out and giles is like what are you gonna do and she goes my homework (laughs) um and then the the thing about the coroner's office when giles is like wasn't here didn't see it couldn't have stopped you
1: Yeah, that was good.
0: What was your favorite moment of Buffy? Uh,
1: I like this episode a lot. Uh, My favorite moment is definitely when Xander thinks he's going to get lucky with Miss French. And then it smash cuts to him doing uh, a riff on a guitar. (laughs) Favorite moment. Yeah. That was funny. I I was like, boy, that's so outlandish and ridiculous that they would even put that in in this show. But but also something
0: like you could totally connect to probably especially as a guy.
1: Yeah, and I feel like it that was wasn't... like
0: you're saying the pinnacle of cool, you know.
1: <laughs> that was the apex of cool yeah. in the 90s. It was a rocking out solo guitar riff. And then favorite moment in Lost, what's yours?
0: Um definitely just Locke regaining his legs, regaining the use of his legs and capturing the razorback. Just like the the arc that we see of his character taking in just in this one episode. Like yeah. I feel like we had a flashback of Kate in the last episode, but we still don't know enough of her backstory. Like this has really already like we can certainly learn more about Locke about Locke, but this has really just like fleshed out his character it so much us more. It gave a
1: lot. Yeah, it gave us a lot. Where yeah. Kate was definitely more of a mystery still yes. at the end. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. so it definitely made me feel very differently about him by the end of yeah. this episode. What about you?
1: I love the moment at the end when the music is swelling and he's standing up and just these endings of these episodes, man, they're really good. They're getting me.
0: That's they're so, so Hollywood
1: emotional oh, and I love Oh, my
0: them. God. Such a sucker.
1: I know. I can't help it.
0: I mean, I usually am too. I don't know. I just...
1: I think I get lost. I, I, oh, I get,
0: <gasps> lost. get lost. I get lost get lost in the
1: music and the emotion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am just... I'm a fiddle that JJ Abrams just plays.
0: But do teams. you feel like the first time you watched this you were that emotional or do you feel like you're more emotional now because you know more about the characters?
1: I think I'm more emotional now because of that reason, but also probably because I'm older now and when I first saw this, I was early 20s and I was a bit dead inside as we all are in our early 20s. Yeah. Whereas and now you didn't like have children. I didn't have children and I didn't have the life experiences that I have now. So I think there's a lot more to use and reflect upon Mm -hmm. with your own, uh, daily life, which, which is, I think, I think this is what's great about revisiting a lot of art as you, this is why I collect movies because movies that, I love, I love to revisit and I'll usually have different experiences with them like years on. Yeah. And sometimes it'll be even like, I just watched it last year and I had an experience with it. And then this year I watched it and I saw it a whole different way. So I think this is what's great about rewatching all of this uh, media and all of this art and what's great about streaming and what's great about uh, rewatching, you know, anything That was made years ago because you can reflect on it differently, not only with your own experiences in your life, Mm -hmm. but also with the world around us and how the world's changed and how we can reflect on that.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's definitely been movies that have come up in movie club that I felt that way about. I mean, like the Goonies is the example I think of first. Um, And I don't know that I necessarily feel super differently about it, but it's just that it had such a great, impact on my childhood uh, maybe it didn't really have an impact but just like the sense of adventure and like of kids, yeah like yeah. kids like being able to do anything and like band together to like save their community you know um that like l- watching it now i just felt that nostalgia very strongly yeah what do you think is going to happen next on buffy
1: Predictions. Mm-hmm. Why don't you give me your lost predictions? Because I'm gonna have to think of a Buffy prediction.
0: Did you not write them down? Patrick, them Patrick, Patrick. Patrick.
1: Let me just go through my notes real quick. <laughs> Still going through them. There's so Do you many. You want notes. me to
0: recap the episode again?
1: No, no. I have my recap yeah, right in front of me. I can hear you scrolling All of my notes. <laughs>
0: your scroll is way louder <sighs> than Appa's snore.
1: <laughs> okay. What's your prediction for lost? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I really don't know. <laughs> like we're definitely gonna get the backstory of someone else. Maybe wheelchair. maybe Rose at this point. I don't think it's mm. a wheelchair, but that is cute. <laughs> I just like think of that as like a Pixar short. Um, yeah. which would, you know, make you cry for the wheelchair, even though Do it's you ever seen an
1: my shopping article. cart movie that I made? I don't think so. Oh.
0: Fine. Is it gonna be so oh. sad? <laughs> I can show it to you.
1: I can show it to you. Yeah. you. But should first let's get you. through predictions.
0: Um, so I don't know. It could be potentially Rose. We're going to get maybe her backstory. I don't know. That's just what I thought of. Um, I do still think it's some kind of dinosaur hybrid demon. And maybe it's possessing Locke.
1: Dinosaur demon.
0: Dinosaur. Um, I do, again, still think that Kate is some sort of femme fatale Yep. But we're not, we're probably not going to learn more about her next episode because I just feel like there are so many other characters that we need to get through before we come back to Kate. All
1: right. I think the eggs will come back to play again, but maybe not even in this season. Maybe not for like another season or two. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as like the last episode with um, Amy's mom who. Uh, got stuck in the trophy she'll come back eventually but i think it's going to be in like a season or two like i don't think they would bring her back in the same season that seems silly to me
0: so you don't Um, think she's going to mate with the master and have a love child then
1: not in this season okay two or three seasons later maybe (laughs) i mean they they're totally a match made in heaven Okay, next episode will definitely not be Monster of the Week episode. I mean, we got two in a row, mm-hmm. and now we're going to Big Bad.
0: Big Bad. We're
1: definitely going to Big Bad, not
0: Big Bug, be- Bug not Bad. Big, big bad. bad
1: episode. Okay. Okay. Xander's gonna keep getting friend zoned by okay. Buffy. That's something that's never gonna end. I'm gonna go. Sh- I'm gonna go f- three seasons before they like accidentally kiss or something. Or, like, something awkward happens and they kiss. Something like that. But nothing's going to really ever work out with them romantically.
0: they are very think. specific.
1: Yeah. I like to be specific. You're being way life.
0: more brave than I am. But I also, like, again, there's just so many characters in Lost, it's hard to really predict much.
1: Yeah. Uh, police will disappear for a while. We won't see police again for a good uh, seven or eight episodes. The real Mrs. French will make a comeback at some point.
0: The old lady?
1: The old lady. She'll come back and be like, hello, dearies. I missed you. I remember when you showed up to my house that one night.
0: I baked you cookies.
1: I baked you cookies and found you. But they're
0: <laughs> and now i on people's hearts. <laughs> yeah
1: there's gonna be some dark turn with her okay those are my very specific uh predictions those
0: are super specific yes <laughs> i feel like mine have gone more general and yours have gotten more specific
1: yeah i think it's more fun when they're specific yeah <laughs> all right cool um i think we did it
0: yeah what else anything else that you're reading watching or listening to
1: um, a movie called City of God this
0: week mm-hmm. for a
1: Movie Club. Yeah. as did you? We
0: haven't. We didn't talk about that. I was kind of upset because I actually watched it on time.
1: Oh, we watched Love Birds last night with uh, Kumail Nanjiani. Just really good. You got to see it. It's so funny.
0: You got to see Wine Country.
1: And I'll see Wine Country. So if you watch Love Birds, I'll watch Wine Country. Okay. And we'll report back. Yes. Cool.
0: Um, All right, this is fun. You gonna ask me what I? <laughs> no, it's just like Dave. Yeah, what, like I feel like I have to sometimes. Like I'm always like, "How was your day?" And then he'll get finished, and then I'm waiting.
1: This is every episode. <laughs> this is what happens every single episode. I always talk about what I looked at, yep. and then and then I always try to wrap up before you can talk about yours. <laughs> okay, what'd you look at?
0: Uh, so Dave and I are still reading the Sarah J. Moss, um, A Court of Thorns and thorns thorn and roses series
1: oh i i told amy to get a hold of that
0: yeah has she read it at all or
1: i think no she looked it up and i don't know if she made any actions
0: okay made any actions (laughs) (laughs) um so we're reading the second book in the series and cool um yeah watching i finished rupaul's drag race because they only have six seasons on hulu and my life feels empty
1: but my emails will be less sassy. So we might get more done.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely your emails and texts from me will be less sassy. Well, thanks for listening.
1: Thanks everyone for listening.
0: And um, we'll see you next time. See you next time
1: you can listen subscribe to this podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify and stitcher and didn't we just get added to something else google something
0: yeah google podcasts if you are on an android phone and you like using the google Podcasts app we are now in that app
1: rate us five stars if you have the time that helps us get noticed and people will see that we have five stars and we are a quality podcast as long as Sammy remembers to record on the right microphone.
0: Oh, wow. That's nice, Pat. <laughs> low blow. Uh,
1: just kidding. It's always great, even when you record on the wrong microphone.
0: So you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at kickstreampod and send emails but no spoilers to kickstreampod at gmail.com And also show notes for every episode um, are available at our website, kickingstreaming.com. And I just wanted to shout those out really quickly because sometimes we talk about weird or obscure things um, like (laughs) the (laughs) Buffy board game or Xbox games. Um, And if you're like, what is she talking about? And maybe semi-interested in looking those things up I do link to those and usually any books um, that we might be talking about um, in the show notes so if you're ever curious you can get more information at kickingstreaming.com cool cool
1: and don't forget
0: streaming is always better do we should say it together
1: I don't like saying it together all right fine let's try it
0: okay one two three Streaming Streaming is better
1: better with friends. See, it doesn't work. You're the worst.
0: (laughs) Um, Don't forget. Streaming is better with friends. Streaming is better with friends, unless it's Patrick.
1: Especially with Patrick.
0: (laughs) One, two, three. Streaming Streaming is better with friends. friends. Well, you know what? You can just match this up because you edit them anyway.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'll try my best. (laughs) See you next week